Vacuums, everybody! We're back for another round of recommendations and reviews, courtesy of myself, Josh Treblecock, alongside Lou Fitz, and we are in person for once. In person. Nice to see you, fella. Oh, mate, it's very weird being next to you. Welcome to my living room. Oh, it's very nice. This is the actual cultural vacuum, so this is where it's... Uh, yeah, the, the conco ceiling and the the mould behind that recycle box mm. really, really give it a... You can feel the culture. A vacuous feel. And you've got a little mush here as well, making uh, the occasional rattle and whatnot, so oh, you may hear might a few of that. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we are in person is because we have a man today, a guest, who Ooh. said we ha- he was not going to do this unless we were in person. And I think it's fair to say that we're all better. And it's going to be so much of a better podcast for him being here. Of course, it is the one, the only, Neil O'Rourke. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, everybody. I was, I was happy to do it over Zoom, but I, just, but I wanted to meet... I haven't seen you guys in... Know, it's been Josh, so I long. haven't seen you in a few years. <laughs> like two or three years. <laughs> Hello. Like, saw you for, I saw you for a half an hour last Half an like, hour, we, we watched Bats in the, uh, yeah, in the I mean, park. That was one of the things I did oh. last lockdown summer, me and Eddie here. <laughs> and Will Rowland, we scrammed the Kenan Park watching Bats with the Boys. <laughs> Bats with the Boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we didn't stay. I didn't stay too <laughs> yeah. long. We saw how fruitless it was. <laughs> we were trying to get video, like, video them on our phone. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, if you get like a blurry photo and you show Eddie, you go, look what I got. And now you're like, oh, that's a good one. Standards <laughs> 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 were low. That's awesome. What's the, I, offend, I went to a wedding this weekend and I offended a person because they said they worked with birds. And so I started calling them. Uh, I was like, "Oh my god!" So does that mean you're a, you're a tweaker? And they were like looking what? at me, being like, "What?" Oh, that's that's the hobbyist, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she was like, "No, no, no. Tweakers are what you call drug addicts. We're called twitchers." And then and then and oh. then she she told me it was a derogatory term to be calling someone who does it for a job rather than a hobby. Yeah. But you know. But yeah, apparently a twitcher is what you call uh, call someone who who who. Is a, their hobby is to watch birds. You have no decorum. But I don't know what a bat, a bat, if you watch bats, what that would be called. Stay, can we just stay away from bats, generally, after everything that's happened? I know it's... Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Just leave them alone, let them do what they want. Yeah. I, do you know, we didn't make the connection once that the reason we were in the park by ourselves looking at bats was because of a bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at yeah. At no point did that cross our minds. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was like, what are you guys doing? We've all those bats. I spoke to Will and uh, Eddie the other day, and they said that their new thing is, and I don't know if this you're not included in this, but they go to the river and look for rats or something like that. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I drew, I'll, I'm trying to line up bats. I'm not going to look for bats. Yeah, rats is... That's no, another like They level. look for pictures of... like They like rats' tails or something. Like there's a, They have a... A couple of fun fun dudes. They're gonna we're gonna get them on the pod though. Excellent guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, be excellent awesome. fellas. Yeah, Very so funny. funny. I'd love to hear what some of their recommendations for what to, to watch would be. Eddie Hare's recommendations, I can tell you now, will just be videos of his own niece. <laughs> <laughs> he sends so many videos of his niece, and I, I met up with. I watched uh, one of the Euro games with him and some of his non-comedy people who I'd, who I'd never met before, and at the end, I ended up being just. Me and um, one of yeah one of his friends from uni, and the moment Eddie left, his friend his name I can't even remember, but he just took him out and went, "Does Eddie send you so many videos of his niece?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good niece. He's got a good. What niece. do you say back to the videos? Because uh, yeah, it's weird when someone. What would you, you like if she's like walking or something? Yay! And then that sounds condescending. Or do you do an emoji? It's at, at least it's like a friend. Who, like a close friend of yours who's sending, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, yeah, a niece. It's like, I remember one time a, a, a work colleague who I'd only known for like a few days who was in group, who was involved in like the, the work WhatsApp chat just started sending everyone pictures of, I think, her niece and people. And I just remember being like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, who gives a shit? Like, you know, it's a well, cute baby, but I'm not going to fucking write that. Th- there was a guy I worked with. I like who, um, he, we worked with him for like three years. And he left the job, and two weeks later, my then manager um, texted him just asking how he was getting on in his new job. And he said, uh, yeah, getting on great. By the way, my wife just had another baby. And he hadn't mentioned 
that she was pregnant once in his last nine months. <laughs> wow. Just, uh, didn't, didn't, it didn't come didn't off. Come so didn't come off. Yeah. Didn't I feel didn't, the need to tell anyone. <laughs> didn't want anyone to make a fuss, you know. Oh, that was mad, but also so much respect for that. <laughs> <laughs> to just be doing that thing okay to just like... Such <laughs> life work separation. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, right, so Neil... Welcome to the Cultural Vacuum. This is obviously the momentous uh, day for us all. Uh, what have you been watching recently? Recently? I so I'm, I don't watch much TV at all. I'm really bad for watching TV series. Mm. Uh, so I've only recently started watching Community. Oh, okay. my God. Yeah. And Love it. Like, how, how come? Because I envy... If I could wipe my mind of all the great television that I've just shoved into my head... And maybe have a fresh, like, if I can see it again for the first yeah. time, the list yeah. would be endless. Yeah. Like, oh, I watch so much TV. I thought you might have done as well. What what consumed your time mostly when you were growing up? Um, Growing up, I suppose growing up I would have watched, like, I remember I was mad into Scrubs. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, the classic Friends repeat after school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it was always yeah. on. I was a kid, The Simpsons. So yeah. I kind of... Did you listen to the uh, Scrubs, uh, JD and Turks podcast like I, at the start of lockdown? I did. I started doing the rewatch. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. But I, I did as well. For, first of all, it, like the episodes are twenty minutes, and I, I, I love Scrubs. It does have like I still have a soft spot for it, but it is, n- it is not aged particularly well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, and it's quite funny when you listen to the podcast. They're kind of going back, and they're like. Yeah, like JD's attitude towards women was really bad. Like. <laughs> but also their current, like, yeah. I mean, I went. I just at one stage they were talking about Sarah Chalk's ass. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, and I just like this is mad that you yeah. talk about your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a, yeah, yeah. On a podcast. Yeah. Whatever it happens. Your friends are from twenty years ago. Yeah, or however just, long. I was so on have a bit I of just, respect. I for just each found. Other. I just found. That, like them in general, I found a bit dislikable. Yeah, it was kind of weird, like listening back to it because it got huge. It was like that kind of big peak, sort of like start a lockdown kind of podcast that everyone sort of like rushed to. It was sort of like the podcast version of like you know Tiger King in a way. But the uh, but yeah, it did it, sort of fizzle out a little bit. And after the, a while. the episodes are too long. Mm. You can't listen to an hour episode on a twenty-minute no, yeah, 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 episode yeah. of the show. Yeah, N- yeah. Neil's just talked you out of your own recommendation. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I was just, no, because and I he's right, of, and he's yeah, right. He's, it you're sounds goddamn awful, right. You're goddamn Josh. right. Yeah, no. To be fair, I I stopped giving up because it was just like you know what the theme tune as well that they started singing. So yeah, I'm just gonna bury this podcast now. They, uh, no, they, yeah. It was just, it was. I don't know. It was, it was fun to begin with, but I think it's one of those ones. It's like the same thing, like the Office, the U.S. Office. Uh, Pam and Angela from that did like a pod- a rewatch one, and it's just like oh, there's yeah. a lot of episodes to get through before you get to the good stuff. There's there's a podcast I don't know what it's called, and I've never listened to it, but uh, it's such a good <laughs> it's such a good premise is that these two guys in Australia watch the movie Grown Ups Two oh, every yeah. Monday for a calendar year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I think I'd rather listen to a podcast like that. that than uh, that one's amazing. They did that, and they did uh, Sex in the City too. I think they did that. And they hadn't watched the first one in either. No, they? I don't you know. And then the it's other amazing. one that they did at the start of lockdown was, uh, or just before lockdown, was they were watching, they were trying to find every showing of cats in like Wellington or in Auckland or wherever in New Zealand that they live that they could go and see and just rewatch it with every different audience just oh. to sort of. <laughs> so they watched like cat to the point where I think they stopped mm. showing cats after about two weeks because it was so shit. <laughs> and they were like, oh, mate, like today, like fucking Rebel Wilson just smashed out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> unhappy what are you talking about yeah because you got merch. i've had a bad week i've had three grand stolen from a company account so i've been Ooh. dealing with a f- do you know what the person did i had to track it or it flagged up hsbc text this is a business a company account they text me saying that oh shortly you're going to receive a number from 077 blah, blah. like a mole and it just it seemed fake it just obviously was fake and then this person has got one of our cards and gone to holland to six different motorbike shops called Chrome Burners, bought shit, moved to the next one, bought shit, and at the same time, tri- stayed in budget inns on the way. Oh <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's quite sweet that you'd pick a budget. <laughs> like, if yeah, you'd yeah. stolen a car, then it was working every day. Yeah. 
Treat yourself. Off the radar. Yeah. I like that even when you're getting three grand stolen from you, you'll still put a shout into Chrome Burners. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're actually secretly sponsored. Well, HSBC were good. They got all the money back. Did they? Yeah. And I also bought a car. Yes. And it's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) It will bleep. Uh, It cost uh, $1,400. But the situation. I'm trying to write. Are you mad? It cost fourteen hundred, but I had to go out to Heathrow to buy it, and I think I was in. As a, if that's a significant part of the cost. No, but it, you know, it, no, because it was because I've been wanting to get a car for a bit. Um, I couldn't be asked scrolling Auto Trader anymore, so I'm like, I'm on the tube, and it took me an hour and a half to get there, mine from Brixton to there. I'd already bought the car because I didn't want to get the tube back. Right. <laughs> That's my... And I wasn't in a good head, mental, like mental space anyway. So I bought the car and I'm okay with garages and I've bought cars and stuff before, but this guy was so eccentric. His name was Mr. K and I'm not going to do an accent because, you know, we've moved on. But <laughs> the words that he said to me were like, hello, young man, handsome man, you're here for car, Yes. This car, Corsa, no, that that car, like shit, like that. That's the level. He right. threw the keys at me. They didn't work, so he just grabbed a cardboard box and said, "They're in there. You take it. Try it." <laughs> the car, Neil, look at me. The car on the test drive broke down, and I still bought the car. <laughs> <laughs> the car is current. Well, I couldn't. The good I couldn't. Do is that all those points that you will get the cash? <laughs> 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 I couldn't pick up Josh because the car that I bought two days ago is in the garage now because I've driven it a few times and it just don't feel right, don't feel safe. So comedian friend of the pod Matt Hudson was like, "Mate, just go and get it serviced because it's yeah. not safe." Yeah. So it's currently in the garage and they're fixing it, but for uh, probably about a third of the cost <laughs> of the car. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. it's been a tough weekend as well, you know. It's, uh, I'm yeah. all right, though. Well, she's here, playing yeah. with a box. Nothing, and I'm suge- up- nothing says that someone's all right more than them repeatedly telling you, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right, <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> no, but I feel like, I don't know, because I've known you for ages, ages. Yeah, yeah. Four and a half years, longer, probably five years. I know we were hanging out by, we were hanging out like every day at Edinburgh 2016. 2016. So that's five years at this stage. Five years. That's crazy, man. And I've known you for about five and a half, so yeah. But you know, it's I'm good. Well, that's good. You know, in the fight, I'm good. I'm, I'm good to hear. I'm well. I don't know why I brought. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't know why I brought that up. I don't know why I brought yeah. up. one of the one up before I knew you that well. So this would have been maybe 2015, maybe start of 2016 or something. Oh God. We were outside um, a gig, and there was just a group of us talking. We were all standing up except you. Lou was sitting down. And just mid-conversation, talk about something pretty light. Lou just tugs on the sleeve <laughs> of my jumper. I look down and he, I didn't even know. It was one of the first things he ever said to me. He goes, have you ever been on antidepressants? <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Did I really say that to you? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Where were we? At Birdies, probably. No, it was outside um, Shadwell. You know, the, the infamous oh, game memoirs. Uh, memoirs oh, yeah, that guy. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I knew you by then. Maybe I put the timeline wrong, but that's my memory. <laughs> it's not all bad. It's not all bad times. We uh, got uh, we 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 made potentially the best joke ever when we were you and what did I? I it was you, you and Brefney, your brother, and me in the. Oh, when we went to the mosque kitchen. Yeah, but what was the sentence that we ca- uh, that we came up with that perfectly? It was a it was a it was a it was a classic joke. Oh, I've got. Got no memory of this, to be honest. Somebody called me and it was like, oh, where are you? Oh, I'm in Scotland with the two paddies at the mosque. Yes, <laughs> something <yeah>. like that. <laughs> Eating curry. What? That's a new sentence. I think it was something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's not the best joke ever, but it was, it was a good time. You're right. It, you know, <laughs> I've let myself down. Yeah. It sounds like that. You're, you're basically sort of telling your own version of that Tenacious D song. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, it's not about me. It's about, yeah, it's about, I was it's say, about Neil, Neil and his recommendations. What got you through lockdown? <laughs> what were you? The luckies. Yeah. I... Um, I was mostly, yeah, mostly watching movies because, mm. as I say, I'm not a huge TV guy. Yeah. Uh, at the start, I was watching, I was just finding lists of, like, best movies or whatever. But I found I couldn't do dramas. Those lists love heavy dramas. Yeah. And Depressing I mean, biographies, you know, yeah. World War Two shit or, I'm, you know. You know, you're in lockdown, I'm not feeling my best. So I then switched to just, like, trying to find the funniest movies. Yeah. But what gets past the comedy 
Like if, if there's one joke in a movie too, like <laughs> yes, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, yeah, mid nineties, yeah. which is written and directed by Jonah Hill. Oh yeah, and it's it's a good movie. It is good. It's not a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just because Jonah Hill director doesn't make it uh, a comedy. It, it was really good, but I, I was just I felt I'd been no, I was the same. Done it's, out of some lulls. Yeah, it's one of those classic sort of like you can imagine the exact type of person as well who 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 labels it as a comedy, and they're kind of like you said, the one person who maybe lasts like four times in a film, and they're like, yeah, that's yeah, that's a comedy. That's that's a, a, that's a stone cold killer, you know. But like, yeah, and you're like, no, it's not. It's really deep. It's really it's really sad that yeah. film, you know. Skating like shit today, man. Fuck, what to me? I'm Ruben. I'm Steven. How long you been friends with those guys? I think if you want to find like the best comedies, you need to go to the movies that have like 50 to 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> if, if it's got 90% plus, it's a heavy drama. Did uh, Did you watch? So the film that I've lost, I've lost, laughed the most at, I think, in like years was uh, <laughs> it came out. I think I showed it to you, and I don't think you were that big a fan of it. We did review it early on in this. Uh, Bad Trip with Eric Andre. No, I liked it. Oh, no, Did I you... haven't. I like Eric Andre, though. So oh, you would love it. You'll love it. It's, love it. it's, it's basically like Jackass, but it's like a sort of a road trip movie. And so it's lots of sort of setups and set pieces of him just sort right. of doing like out crazy shit. Uh, but with like real people. And like, I have not howled so much in a movie. But that for me is like, you would never see anyone label that as. Comedy's like... relative, though, isn't it? So what? So I have that's been why watching. It's so hard to find a film that is yeah. funny. Like, I think maybe it's generational. So like, we, we would be like, like, Super bad. It's not aged well, but at the time, great. Yeah. Like, I rewatched it in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, I still love it. It's, I, yeah, same. I what, what else did I rewatch? It came even like Step Brother. Talladega Nights slipped Ooh. through the net for me. I think that was a great I've film. I've still never seen it. Oh, I love that. Shake and bake. It's, you'll, I, it's, it's one, yeah, it's one of the ones that. What we do in the preamble is talk about what we think you might be into. Right. So then at the end, we can be like, were we right? Were our assumptions correct? that sort of thing so it's no pressure but i know you and i think you you like maybe a daft film not daft but like you said a long day at work long day smashing a gig long way back <laughs> long day at the gym to smashing this gig all day <laughs> <laughs> long day at the gym tomorrow rinse repeat i know that's your life neil you're a machine <laughs> you, home, you just want to kick back some gym you want to kick back yeah. and yeah you what you don't want it i do yeah i do like like my light movie, I, th- I remember throwing on Game Night. Sorry, oh, Game Night oh Games Night. yes! I threw that on as like I watched the first half an hour of it and get bored yeah. while I ate my dinner. So good! <laughs> it's so good. Really, really, I did not expect it at all. It was way better than a, any need to be. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not yeah. know. I realize I've never had one of these, but but that is a tasty drink. It's kind of tart. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, honey, honey, there's, there's Brooks. Brooks is here. Brooks is here. We're about to win this thing. <laughs> Oh, no. I think she made us. So what? It's over. What, are they going to try to stop us? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, probably. But that's, that's why I brought this. Jesus Christ, honey. Where'd you get a gun? No, no, that's the fake gun from Brooks's fight. Oh, yeah. Boy, that looks real. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Brooks never spares any expense. Yeah, that's true. Okay, follow my lead, huh? Why, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Lead? Any of you fucking pricks move and I'll execute every motherfucking <laughs> last one of you! Very nice, honey. Pulp Fiction, anybody? Right? It's a classic. We love films. Okay, what the fuck is this shit? Well, you're gonna hand over the keys because we're gonna take my brother. Bullshit. Oh, you know what's bullshit is your bald, ugly face. Ooh, ooh. No, that's personal. Come on, honey. Let's just keep it fun. All right, I'm sorry I called you bald, little bitch. Well, that's, again, you know, let the gun do the talking. Okay. Ah, ah, on your knees. Hands in the air. Heads on the ground. Good, great. Eyes closed. That's it. Get them up. Reach for it. That's right. There we go. All right, hands in the air. Get them up. Yep. Yo, where's my head go? Down. On the floor. Just rest Just... it. How am I supposed to put my hands in the air with my head on Fucking the ground? Fucking exactly. I did have the same question. <sighs> child's pose? Do you guys know child's pose? Fuck is a child pose, man. You've never done yoga? Okay, no? wow. <laughs> Cover me. Show them, baby. All right. Here she comes. Arms out. Knees apart if you have back problems. 
And if you're doing it right, you're really gonna feel that lumbar opening up back there. Let's put your head down. Come on, I won't have to use this, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that film like properly took me by surprise. It was like one of those, and it was one of those ones that, so uh, is it Nathan Roberts, I think, puts up like lists. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's one of the ones yeah. that like I look on and I'm like, ah, okay, if he likes it, I think I'll quite like it. And he, I think he put Game Night as like top, yeah. in his top 10. Yeah. Banger I, of a film. I, it surprised me that Nathan went for that as well because he goes for like kind of very artsy mm. highbrow yeah. movies and like Game Night it's brilliant it's not highbrow it's not artsy it's yeah, just yeah, a yeah. really good comedy yeah, yeah, Caitlin yeah. Moran's in it if I'm right is that correct Caitlin Moran think, are you thinking of Sharon Horgan I'm thinking of Sharon Horgan I yeah. apologise yeah. <laughs> saw the Irish names in it yeah. who's Caitlin Moran she's the writer oh Dylan Moran's wife no, no. sorry no. cut this bit I sound, <laughs> I, sound awful. I sound horrific in this bit how much of your time would you say is sport culturally like how much time is it about your rugby's see so where Lou is talking about the films that you might be like you might he might he, he thinks you like right don't I was translate thinking, for me the boy knows what I no, 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 but <laughs> I, was gonna say, I said it quite clearly he loves sports? a daft film you love a <laughs> daft film how, how into sports am I and whereas I, I, whereas I was going to say I think Neil when he comes back after smashing a gig you come back home and you whack oh, on right. like Speedway or Bowls or something like that or you know some real kind of like rip the shit kind of like WWE or like AEW or something like that. Yeah. What you what you're watching if you're hitting the sport <laughs> if you're watching sports. If I'm watching sports. <laughs> not not wrestling. Oh uh, damn I'm it. More my main one is rugby. Oh yeah. Um and I I always feel the need to explain to people. Oh, I, I love rugby. I'm not a dickhead. I know I know <laughs> Well no, the, but I don't think anybody thinks that rugby people are because in the UK like rugby is posh boys right? yeah uh, sorry the, in, in, in England England um, it's posh boys in Wales it's very working class yeah yeah completely and in Ireland in, it's a bit of both it, yeah yeah you know oh. and um, but so we we never me and Josh never played rugby my dad played but it never yeah. really I played football and then lacrosse but you know right. that's a different story but I played rugby once not for me and then watching it I, I've seen the bar bars and I've been to rugby with you. Yeah, we went to see the bar bars. And Stu. Well, I've, I've been like, I've, but I've never, I know that you're into Munster. Yeah. That's your. I'm a Munster fan. I'm Man City, you're Munster. So even though it's not my sport, I can appreciate why. I get it. I get why. Yeah, it's like. The, there's, a, there's a fire for it. Yeah. And like, you'll be the same with Man City. Josh, are you into f- football? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a Liverpool fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Typical you're, Cockney. You're probably, you're, probably the same. <laughs> yeah. you're probably the same in that, like, your weekend is kind of built uh, around the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you know... If they lose it, everything, the, re- the weekend is ruined, basically. Yeah, yeah, in a big way. Here's O'Gara. Two lines, the two lines chasing it. Chabelle got it, and he was put backwards in a big way. Oh, what a drive from Munster. That was Chabelle. And sail that they were carting back. O'Connell is central to this team. In he goes first, and then O'Callaghan and the rest. Shabal is facing the might of an Irish province. And all the, I wasn't. So I, I really like rugby growing up, but I wasn't mad into it. Mm. But once I, since I've left Ireland and moved moved to London, then I really became a diehard fan. Yeah. Possibly because of some connection, but also I think for the first year as well, when I was living in London, I didn't have any friends here. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the only thing I had that at the weekend was to watch the match. Yeah. So I um, I just spent all week reading up about it, you know, reading, you know, team selections and, you know, over that like I I can name the academy for the monster. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pathetic. Yeah. Do you yeah, still? Because yeah. I remember when I first met you, you were you, I. You offered to come to watch with Stu at um, what's the bar called in Central? Right, so oh, Philomena's. Oh, Philomena's. Yeah, I take you upon it once, I think, but I, I, I profoundly regret not doing it more. And live sports, you know. Yeah, yeah. We need to go watch them live. I'd love to go. Yeah, I've been meaning to go to a Crystal Palace. I went to a Crystal Palace game. Okay. Oh, yeah. In 2016, mm. and uh, and it was such a laugh. Like I don't know. I don't really know what I'm talking. I can hold a conversation about football. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm not an authority by any stretch. Uh, but it, that was just that was and like it was Crystal Palace Everton. Yeah. I, I have no affiliation to either team. Yeah. But it was just 
It's a good was, game. Yeah, Celeste was Park was such, yeah, such, it's such an old stadium. There aren't many like that left. No, yeah, yeah, yeah where the seats are like kind of like made out of wood, and you sort of feel like the what? bleachers are like bouncing and stuff like that. They're not made out of wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go, well, the, what are they called? The stands are sort of one. I can't remember which stand it is. I mean, it's been a long time since I went, but like wood. You know, yeah, the so literally you feel the stadium. Are like, you a Victorian? Wood. <laughs> 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 you feel the whole thing like shaking, and you're like, you know. Plus, also, uh, 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 Crystal Palace, I think they have, like, good manners in Crystal Palace. They're not, like, too rowdy there. It's the only time I've ever seen a uh, a man, like, really shout horrific language at a man for, for swearing as well in front of his kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like sort of There's popcorn a the kettle black. terrific documentary on Amazon Prime called Eagle, Where Eagles Dare or something like that. Yeah. And it's about Crystal Palace when, God, I mean, you know, Ed and yeah. Ed Knight and Chloe, who love Palace, and talked to Ed about it and it was about when they collapsed around 2011 they were about to just go bank like done the, the bank wouldn't loan them any money they couldn't yeah. buy their own ground but, and it's the story of now they're a Premier League mid-table but they're there yeah, like I mean, they're not going the down yeah. in the world yeah not the best league yeah so, talking about uh, live sport though we should go to uh, Dulwich Hamlet like matches I've heard uh, this I'm yeah. going this on I'm going on September 11th September the 11th yeah 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. should come because uh, basically it's uh, it's the new thing now it's kind of like the new hipster sort of thing yeah, to do I've in South this. London and uh, there's all these tra- like traditions so hey like it must be like one of the most well funded South London um, sort of lower league teams like Isn't in the country Peter Crouch involved with yes. yes Peter Crouch is the new director of it and we had um we had the great uh alex haddo on i did the gig last week there oh have you, have yeah, you, yeah, done yeah. It? you just uh, dulwich hamlet no i haven't uh, i know though i know alex had a gig there um it was we got to the dressing room quote unquote it was in the, the boardroom mm. and it's god it's such a lovely club it used to work there as a steward yeah, yeah i worked there as a steward oh, yeah right. for like a few years and uh like i think i still know one of the sort of head stewards there and uh, yeah, it's just such an, it's so cool to sort of see what it's turned into now. Because what I was like sort of stewarding, it was like there was barely, there was basically at some points like more stewards than there were fans. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a way to get free tickets. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, and uh, and there was some proper weird people who were like running the sort of stewards. Um, but yeah, but, but that has all changed now. And now you get like 2,000 people in this stadium. Oh, it's insane. They all have all these like little traditions. Like they Routine, sell like craft beer and they sell yeah. like, they do a little thing that like when it, when there's a corner or something late in the game, everyone gets their keys out and starts dangling them because yeah. it's a key moment in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very corny but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. nice but it is fun though there's a club in a rugby club in France Toulon who uh, when you know when Toulon score a try in the last 10 minutes and puts mm. the game is out of the reach or the score penalty put it out of the reach um, all the fans they've got a tradition where they just start throwing newspapers up in the air wow. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because it's meant to be like we don't need to read the papers. We know what the result is. Oh, okay. Wow. It, it is really cool. God. What is the... So, because the thing I, I, I think that's also made it football interesting for me, especially over the years, because it's just, you kind of... Obviously, the game is what's still most important, but you kind of can't ha- the, ha- help the fact that there is so much publicity and so much media around football these days, right? Yeah. And I just wondered, like, with rugby, is it the same? Like, do you have characters on TV, like, doing the analysis who are kind of like their version of, like, Roy Keane or something like that? Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, the impression I get is that rugby folks seem a bit more media trained, maybe. Because I mean, <laughs> they're clever. Well, they're Keen, clever. Like. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that at all. Um, but uh, the, the, more media trained, like cause, like Roy Keane is an unhinged man. <laughs> yeah. I think he no. I, think I love he, him. He yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. There's a series that I watched recently. It's Micah Richards and Roy Keane, who I think together are yeah, a brilliant. wonderful partnership, and they drive to. It's like part of the Euros. Is, they dri- is Michael Richards? Uh, Michael Richards guy. played for Man City's uh, okay. commentator. The, the BBC, I think, and Sky. He's, Sky, he, yeah. He only recently retired, but he spent most... I, I remember when I was going watching City, he was like the young buck. Oh, right. And he's just yeah. incredibly... He's a joyous man. Yeah. He's a joyous man. And obviously, Roy Keane is Roy Keane. <laughs> but they're driving... But he's like smiling at him, going, oh, Roy, what are you talking about with your pick there, mate? What are you doing? And Roy's like... Yeah, I just did that to annoy you. <laughs> like, I absolutely... I love Roy Keane, but he is... He doesn't come across as a stable man. So football uh, in, you know, growing up, I guess it was probably you guys, your family would all follow the Irish national team and Six Nations would be bigger than any, you know, like, you know, Damien Duff and Mick McCarthy and what those guys are doing. Yeah, that era where 
I mean, I would have been, I've been quite young. Well, they made yeah. it to the World Cup in 2002 in, J- yeah, in, in Japan. Do you have any memories of that, or is it just not was, was of that... interest to Neil? Oh, no, no, no. That was Mick McCarthy, and when Roy Keane went home yeah, like, the day before, left. and he just says that video of him just walking his massive like he loves Rottweiler or something like that, yeah, like the yeah. day before. Like, hey. Oh no, that was huge. Like when are like people get into the the football for sure. I'm not huge. I, I love. I watched. I mean, I got really into the Euros, and I yeah. weren't even in it. Yeah. So give yeah. me an international tournament. I'll I'll go for it. Yeah. But I'm just not following football that closely. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, are there any particular like rugby cult heroes, monster heroes, documentaries, anything like that? Oh yeah, the, there's monster have a lot of lot of heroes, but probably the main one from my like teenage years, a guy called Ronald Gara. Yeah. Who uh, similar enough to Roy Keane actually? Do you know what? Actually, now I'm thinking that he's probably the, the rugby equivalent of, of Roy Keane. Oh really? They're, they're both from Cork. Yeah. They're both like real dour lads. Uh, but Ronald Gara, yeah, there's like a documentary called Rog. He was known as Rog. Right. He's now half. He, he was. There was so much bad about how he played. He was. He was. He was quite like he wasn't a big lad. He was yeah, awful yeah. in defense. Um, and then he, but he, he was, you know, our best player. And uh, he was, yeah, he was incredible. I wish I could be more articulate about it. He was, <laughs> he was just an incredible game manager. He would, right? You know, their defense would have the pitch covered, and he would just find space and somehow, you know, boot yeah. the ball, find grass get us a line out in the corner there were so many like you know last minute last play of the game drop goals really that you you know we were down and out for the game yeah um there was one with northampton i th- it went through something mad like 50 phases of you know pass tackle yeah former mm. rock and just waiting for Ronagar to get into the pocket to stop yeah, the drop yeah. kick we we're two points down and in europe it was like a must win game yeah was it a must win i think it might have actually been the opening game of the Heineken Cup, and uh, oh, he, yeah, he's got so many stupid moments like that. <laughs> and I, he never, he, he's like an Irish, or sorry, he's a, it's a monster hero. Yeah, he's yeah, an absolute yeah. Legend for monster. Right. Ireland, he's regarded as one of the you know one of the best players for Ireland ever. Yeah, he's, he's fly half. Right? Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. But he's not quite the same level. And then he did go on a Lions tour, and he, to be fair, in he had one stupid moment. And that's what people remember him from the Lions for. What did he do? He, uh, I'm not sure it was him, but somebody, it was in... Killed South, a man. South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was on the South Africa tour. The, the series was one all. And yeah. It was the third third test. And I think we were winning. And um, he put a high ball up and then chased after it. And their fullback jumped to catch it. And he... Took the player out into the air, gave away a penalty. <laughs> they slotted the penalty. We, we, we lost the game. Oh no! And I think as well he had come off the bench, so he'd been like he'd yeah. been on the pitch like five minutes. Oh no! And he'd done that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. If you go, but like it's so hard that that's for like for for England or for England, Scotland, Wales. That's how they remember him because for Munster, he just delivered over and over yeah. again. I'll, yeah. I'll try find. I'll find you some some commentator moments for Onegard. Yeah, 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 but he and then as a pundit, he uh, you know, generally like sports punditry, it's very you know, what happened here? Here's the answer, like just bang, yeah, yeah, bang, yeah, bang, yeah, bang. yeah, yeah, yeah. You ask him a question, he will he will take 10 seconds of silence to answer your question. <laughs> but he, but he, but That's gonna, what we love, but he's going to give a great answer, and yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He's got such a good mind for the game, <laughs> he um, so because I don't like if I was to say to you a football villain, yeah, yeah, or just yeah. a just an absolute wrong gun or a dick, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like top arthur. Who would it be? Because each club has their own specific oh, wait, hated do, people. Do you mean someone who's playing now or in like Luis Suarez would be one who I think yes, most people did. Exactly. Like, I love the guy. He's a fucking legend. Is he Liverpool? Is he he's, Liverpool? He was a Liverpool, Liverpool, yeah. And he, he bit he, everyone. But yeah, that's a good example of a character that yeah, is yeah. synonymous with Or Vinnie Jones is another one. Oh well, yeah, but in rugby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the that person. There's yeah, there'd be a f- or a couple, you know, like... Oh, do you know who's... who's I don't know if this Or just gets on people's goat, you know? Yeah. Well, I suppose one example, there was a guy... I think people have softened him recently, but he's a guy, Chris Ashton, who used to do the oh, Ash Splash. Yeah, 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 I know which him, Which is like, yeah. it's such a show, basically, when he's over the try line, he'd do this big performative dive oh. to score oh. the try. 
and he called him the, did the that, ash did flash. people dislike him for like well like it's just was that kind of part of his persona is he, he was just, yeah, he just flashy on the arsehole. pitch he came across as really arrogant yeah 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 and also he was scoring fuck lot of tries for England <laughs> yes, and even like England him. are like every, every team in the world thinks that they've got a rivalry with England because every team in the world hates England yeah and England aren't aware of half of these rivalries yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cross that we bear but yeah, we don't yeah. like, you don't even notice it so uh, like Owen Farrell to an extent because he like he just he keeps doing these blatantly illegal tackles and for some reason doesn't get pinned for them yeah um, like did did you see that when the what's the young lad that got called up for the Lions? Oh, Mark uh, Marcus Smith. Yeah, and when the English, they, they just battered Canada like seventy ten or something, and yeah, then yeah. after they were all clapping him like yeah. during his press he, interview, he got subbed off, and they brought him down to the tunnel and told him he was going on the Lions tour. That's how he found like still in his <laughs> kit. Yeah. That's and crazy. Then he went back. It's unbelievable, but I feel like stuff like that happens in rugby. That would never happen in football. Really? Can you imagine Marcus Rashford, pl- like Jamie Vardy, playing, and then coach brings him off, goes, "All right, you're going to England next week." So, we'll, we'll, do you want to, you know, like it's mental. It's yeah, mental, yeah, but, yeah. but rugby is so. I don't want to. It's got different rules. It's got different yeah. kind of like sort of tradition. Well, not a different culture. Yeah, they're just more chill about shit. I guess. Like, well, whereas I wouldn't football say is so that. Like... I've I've met some rugby boys. And they're, yeah, they're yeah. not chill. Yeah, that like the, I know there's the stereotype of, but the, the thing people say of. Sport is a, or rugby's a sport for thugs played by gentlemen. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Soccer's a sport oh, for gentlemen yeah. played by thugs, and I I don't buy that at you all. You get dickheads like, everywhere. Yeah, and I think it's kind of I don't think it's so much in Ireland, or maybe I'm, just, but uh, maybe I'm naive. But I think in in England, I do think that's just a class thing. Like, yeah. The the definitely po- the, the posh boys yeah. congratulating themselves and respecting the referee. Has there ever been a good uh, film like a drama film about rugby? That you can think of. Was... Um, Matt Damon. Yeah, that's the one that... Oh, uh, um, Invictus. Invictus. I watched that on a plane. Oh, my God, oh, really? yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was quite good. There's another one... That's about South Africa, isn't it? Winning yeah. 94 yeah. or something like that? I don't know why I brought that up. 95. Oh, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Nelson Mandela and... Um... Yeah, oh, and Morgan Freeman plays Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Yeah. My, my memory is that it was, it was fine... That, like, <laughs> I was quite excited. Like the rugby was done quite well, which you don't always get in, rug- in rugby movies. I feel like rugby is easier to do than football, or like camera, like filming. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Baseball is the best thing, or American football for a cinematic purpose. Yes, yeah. It, football, American football in particular is just like stop, start, stop, so, start, stop, start. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can have big, like twenty-minute scenes of dialogue in between a play. Although that said, have you guys ever seen the film Goal? <laughs> it's an incredible <laughs> film is it actually it is it's, one of mine and my brother's favourite films because we had it on DVD you know like one of those films you just watch you, you yeah, have, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. seven DVDs <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then we'd be like well, we're, watching, we're watching Goal tonight yeah okay yeah, well, yeah, Goal yeah, tonight yeah, so it'd time. be like Goal Gladiator Big Daddy yeah um, Sugar yeah, like Adam Sandler always featured uh, 51st Dates Another Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember the other two. My mum will definitely like love Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler infuriates me because he, I mean, he does all the awful movies that we've all seen him do. Yeah. But he can do brilliant movies. Did, have you, did you see Uncut Gems? Yes. Yes. I saw it, I saw oh, it in the God. cinema. Oh, One of the best cinema film. experiences of my life. Yeah. I, yeah. Once they, I felt a bit silly because, like, I was watching through my fingers and, like, reacting. I was yes. trying to subdue my reactions at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just, like, Took a moment to like look around the cinema, and it, the cinema was, it was in the um, the Barbican. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. And uh, it was pretty. It was like a pretty full cinema. I looked around. Everyone had their heads and yeah, arms yeah, yeah. just squirming. I've it never watched a film which makes you feel like you're going to have a heart attack. Oh as my much god! As that just film self-destruct. Self-destruct. Oh, you're just yeah. like the amount of times where you just want to go stop doing stuff <laughs> oh, yeah ins- like instead of popcorn they needed to give out beta blockers or something you was- one point of fucking 30 points kg right i see you out there when the fucking stadium's all booing you you're 30 up you're still going full tilt let's see what vegas what has vegas got you guys at tonight take a look let's see are you, are you serious you're gonna put us up right here look at this shit the Sixers are supposed to win the game tonight they think we don't keep track of none of that shit Who they think them? on game seven you're not gonna get fucking 18 points they don't think you're gonna get eight rebounds these guys don't know shit about ball. what the fuck are they doing doesn't that make you want to fucking kill them doesn't that make you want to say fuck you for doubting me doesn't that make you want to step on fucking elton brand's fucking neck Come on, KG, this is no different than that. This is me. 
Alright, I'm not a fucking athlete. This is my fucking way. This is how I want. What's potentially his worst film? Oh, it's well, a it, long it, list. It, Billy Madison. Oh, I it, like Billy Madison. Billy Madison is the worst movie I've ever watched. <laughs> and I say that with like a great degree of certainty. Oh, At the have time, you seen I Jack and Jill? It. Oh, that's all. No, I, Jack, I, I, no, I opted out of that one. Man, Jack and Jill. What if you get stoned and watch the tra- just the trailer for Jack and Jill? You will find think it is the fucking funniest I, thing in your life. All right, but it I'll is do terrible. That. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I, I watched the trailer and just thought this is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Al Pacino in there as well? <laughs> what? A, yeah, Al Pacino. What? Have, that, I, Who approved I, this? And I actually, like, I, I blame Adam Sandler for Al Pacino being in that movie, yeah, not yeah. Al Pacino's agent. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In uh, speaking of rugby movies, I just thought of another one. It's like it's a, it's again it's a really heavy drama, and it's not like that's good though. Uh, it's a it's a French movie called I think it's called Mercenary. Oh yeah, and about a guy from you know some Pacific island nation mm. uh, who's trying to make it in the lower leagues of the French. Right. Uh, yeah. The French that sounds incredible. League. It's really good. It's it's really really heavy, but uh, it's I love it's, that. It's a, like it's a good um, look at like yeah kind of. It's it's interesting to see like the world of, you know, low salaried sports. Yeah, and also kind of a look at Pacific uh, Pacific culture and stuff because it does look at that. Like, there's quite, a, quite, quite a well. there's a documentary that came out and I I, I we will insert and look up but it was about um, I think how Isle Pacific Island players were being offered to move to New Zealand to Australia. Yeah, it's a real issue. Early, do- uh, um, and you know, Fiji's team would be ama- that. Yeah, th- it would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Would be amazing the if Pacific these nations get absolutely gutted. Really? These lads gutted. will get sent at eleven years old because they're you know they show he's six foot two and he's eleven. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it is. We've got a player. <laughs> I, I want like and well, we, they're, they're starting to do, it, but I want them to do more and like invest in the Pacific Island nations because but everything else they're the funnest team to what teams to Yo, watch. Oh God, seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. The seven, yeah, Fiji sevens. They've won the gold. Oh, that was That's... so insane! When and they, uh, they said something about the guy. He's like a British guy who coaches them or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And he's it's... got a really good book actually. And he's, oh, and him. he's, he's got a, he's got the, his face is on like the, their ten pound note or something like really? that. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Fiji are obsessed with rugby. Apparently, like if you go there, there'll be people playing like barefoot on like. Just any patch on the tarmac as you land. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. And they'll, they'll just get like t-shirts and tie a knot in it, and that'll be the ball. Oh, they wow! Form, they play a form of rugby, which is like tag rugby, where um, generally, like in when when I played tag growing up, it's five. You know, you get tagged five times. It's basically non-contact, but if someone just gets hands on you, that's a tackle. You have to stop. Got yeah, you put yeah. the ball between your legs. Someone else passes it. Yeah. Um, and it's like some you know the, some variation of the rule of five tags, and it's a turnover. Yeah. In in Fiji, according to that guy's book, I can't remember his name. Um, they play a version of it where one tag turnover, <laughs> so they just keep ball alive. It's just pass, 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 oh, pass, pass. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. when they're playing sevens. They're just keeping the ball yeah. alive. You see it a bit late, to a lesser extent, but they're doing it at a international level as well. That mm-hmm. you know in the fifteens game. You've done four, three Edinburgh's? I've, I've done two. I did a split hour and then a 45. Um, I did one year doing the competitions. Oh, oh And then yeah. one year didn't get a venue, one year doing a split, one year doing my own. We were speaking to Ed Knight and uh, his thoughts on like the new system of Edinburgh. Is your plan, Neil, to crack back up, get back up there next time? Like what? I, d- I don't know. The l- I, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, because during lockdown... I didn't really do any comedy. I did I did two online gigs. Mm. Um and then so I'm just kind of getting back into the swing of it now. Yeah. Uh I, I would like to be back up. I mean I love the fringe. Yeah. Um you worked there as well, didn't you? Like you were a punter. Yeah, for yeah, years. before I did before yeah. I did stand up, I um worked as a flyer. I I worked as a flyer for the stand in twenty twelve. Yeah. And uh I presumed we were all, all the flyers were loving it and having the best time of our lives. I was having <laughs> such a great time. And it was like more than halfway through the festival, I found out that everyone else was miserable. They just found it kind of slightly entertaining that yeah. I was having such a great time. Uh, and uh, that, and like, so that when people were around me, the reason they were like, you know, kind of smiling and laughing, they weren't smiling and laughing with me at the front. They, they were looking at how much fun I was having doing the shittest job at the front. But it was just like, because I, 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 I was a huge comedy fan growing up, but in Cork, there wasn't a lot coming through, really. 
Yeah, who yeah. who were your kind of like your kind of comedy sort of inspirations for when you sort of decided that you were going to kind of get into it, or that helped you kind of decide that you wanted to sort of emulate them in a way? Yeah, I don't know if there was any one. I mean, a lot of the Irish acts that I you know a lot. I'm like Arla Hanlon was one of my first live gigs that I saw. Mm. David O'Doherty, I think, is oh, so yeah. so good. Maeve Higgins, who. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's got an album on Spotify. It's I don't know, Maeve. No, it's maybe I'll, ten years old. She's so funny. I'll look mm. her up. She's so so funny, um, and uh, so yeah, a lot of those Irish acts. Dara Breen and Neil Delamere. I remember seeing in a theatre. Was there an equivalent to? Sorry to like no, make, no. make it. Was there an equivalent to Live at the Apollo in like RTE or something like that? No, like RTE a has never cracked stand up. They've not cracked a lot of stuff to be honest. They're not. They're not great. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> are they the equivalent to ITV perhaps here in the UK um, it was it's not re- they just I'll have to just watch it they are the I can just watch it they're they're the BBC because they're, they're the state broadcaster but Go they on, just yeah. they just don't do a lot of great stuff as far as I can see which is crazy because yeah. but then I, it does make sense because a lot of the TV so we've obviously all grown up with things like IG5 Father's growing up well Father Ted and, and, and sort of some of the great sort of like Irish comedies that come through and some of the great writers but they all worked over here they like, all worked over here yeah Graham Norton you know like you know stuff it? like that RT was is, my impression is I mean I talk like I've got any knowledge my impression is that they're quite conservative um, oh, really? with, like so they're quite slow to um, to like commission Good things. Alison Spittle had a really good series on it, uh, and for some reason that didn't get that didn't get brought for a second series. Well, I think just as Josh, like you probably make more money if you came here, and I think I don't know not to dissuade you. You know, you came to the Death Star. Used to be your oh yeah, a wonderful right, yeah, joke yeah. of you. You know, you for came him. to London to the Death Star. Yeah, but that's because I think maybe it attracts. Well, no, because then that denigrates people that are doing good my, work in my, Dublin. My reason so. was just that there wasn't much of a scene in Cork. I'd, yeah. been living in, I'd been living with my parents in Cork until I was 22. I went to university in Cork. Yeah. Was Dublin wanted, not a thought for I you? I wanted to leave, and my choices would have been London or Dublin. Yeah. And uh, Has it changed at all, the scenes like there? Or like, especially in Dublin, has it kind of gotten any bigger, I guess, the comedy I, scene? I honestly I honestly don't know. Yeah. Um. Is it something you'd want to do? Go back and do a tour of? I'd love of... to do like a. I'd love to do a tour of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Here, there, anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, we all know that when when people know, when people say they're going on tour, your image is that it's going to be a full room, but really it's all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not. You but could go still... on a tour now if you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But pull a lot of dates. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 when I first performed in the northwest, I was. Sh- terrified more than any other gig because it was like you know my people quote unquote do you have that at all in Colombia yeah and uh, Josh has that in Colombia <laughs> <laughs> I did my one Sp- stand up Spanish stand up state in Colombia I would love that <laughs> do you remember when Josh wore a poncho and wrote out uh, I don't uh, think uh, I, yeah. red haikus out on stage I only made two showings I don't think you came no, to either of those think... gigs oh you missed out man yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll uh when it, when it comes back out, I'll let you know yeah, yeah, dude, when the poncho flies again. Get rid of the arse boil, and then you're going to hit the scene <laughs> <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do remember to check that diabetes thing. I've got a whole hour to write if that fucking comes through. And, your, yeah. d- and your dog. And my dog. Oh, yeah, my dog. Yeah, a lot of material on the, on the way. Yeah. Dark. But yeah, um, but yeah, so yeah, but who would you... Yeah, so obviously you talk about like sort of your comedy kind of... I think uh, the, the first comedian i remember seeing i was very young but it was like an irish guy called dermot carmody doing a blues song about being middle class dublin yeah um and i remember like asking my mom what, what's this what what's he doing my mom explaining oh he's just he's doing stand-up and just trying to explain the pre- concept yeah yeah, of it. yeah and it just kind of stuck with me for a while and then um my parents just from an on a like inappropriately young age they just always had dylan Moore and eddie Izzard on yeah, um, yeah. So I was watching Eddie Izzard from when I was like nine or ten. Really? Yeah. I remember being in my primary school yard, passing off some of Eddie Izzard's material as my own. <laughs> <laughs> as if anyone thought. That. You'll need a tray. Yeah. You'll need a tray. Kid, I, yeah. I, yeah. Didn't I hadn't even seen Star Wars, but I was doing his Death, <laughs> <laughs> Death Star Canteen bit. The uh, yeah, like Dylan Moran, like he was one of those ones. I remember when I saw watch Black Books for the first time. And then didn't really have a concept of what like 
this was late on as well like didn't really know that he was a stand-up comedian and then just remember seeing i think they showed like some of his set like after an episode of black books on channel five channel four like really late at night and just never seen someone just smoke so much on stage whilst drinking at the same time and just being like fucking it was the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life very cool aesthetic that he had bob dylan-esque yeah yeah you're right yeah Yeah. and i've seen him i saw him at the bussy building on the roof oh in peckham yeah like I've, he's my idol. I've never seen Black oh, Books because I would be. Sometimes I don't know if you get this, but if I watch too much of a particular stand-up that I love, I will see myself emulating them. So yeah. I've I have to go cold turkey and a lot of people with, that I love with uh, with Tony Law. I just <laughs> really the, really yeah. If I start watching yeah. like too much clips of him on YouTube, I start doing his voice. And recently, a new one is Nate Bragazzi. Oh, oh yeah. if I Are y'all doing well, yeah, because because I the first thing first. He's my, he's my most recent find. Mm. But the first thing I listened to is his album on Spotify. So I was just getting the audio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that must just... So when like when I was repeating his material back, like remembering his material, I'm not remembering the whole performance. I'm just remembering his voice. I think of it like uh, like time traveling. Like if I could go back in time, like if I could go back in time tonight and go back to like the 20s, knowing everything I know right now, I don't think I would make a difference. <laughs> I don't think you guys would even hear about it. I don't think you would. I just don't, like, because I don't have anything to get, you know. Like, I would go back, and I would see, like, some guy on an old phone, and I'd be like, hey, eventually they have phones you, like, carry in your pocket. And they're like, yes, like, how do they do it? I'm like, I mean, I don't know how they do it. Uh, I think it's a satellite, I think, a satellite. They're like, what's a satellite? Oh, I should have even said that. Uh, like metal metal's got to go pretty high in the air i don't know if you guys are doing i don't even know if i could prove i'm from the future i don't even think i could i think i would just get stuck because they would want something like who's the next president oh boy uh abraham lincoln you guys are gonna love him he's really good they just think i'm from the past that's what they were like it would just look like they don't have to get a regular job i would just have to like wait tables or something in the 20s. I would go back in time and do worse than I'm doing right now. <laughs> what films are you into, Neil? Yeah, we're talking, we're talking, okay, let's start, uh, let's start, let's go with like Irish, Irish films or, you know. Sort well, of, he, he doesn't have to like. No, that. no, I say we'll start there and then we'll work backwards, we'll work out of the world after uh, that, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. I'll start very close to home with Cork movie. Mm-hmm. Lou, I know you've seen The Young Offenders. Yes, I have. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen her? Do you know I have, about? I have indeed. Oh, you've seen it? I've right? seen the film. I have, yeah, I haven't watched I much of the TV show. I personally think the movie is better than the series. Okay. Mm. That might be controversial. 100%. I would yeah. agree with you. One, well, it's, it's it's evident that that came out before and then they stretched, yeah, yeah. They stretched it to... Is it, it the it, same actors? Mostly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mostly. Even the two main guys? It's a fantastic... Guys, it's, yeah. a fan, oh, it's a phenomenal success. Oh. And I remember... Yeah, it was huge in Ireland. Yeah, mm. I can imagine. Uh, along with like Derry Girls, which is, again, amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. But the fact that, you know, they're, they're getting made out of the UK... Are there, you know, are there any Irish films that well, were they, made in Ireland that you, uh, you're specifically... Young Offenders was made in Ireland. That right. was an Irish company. Okay. I think that got IFTA, um, our Irish film board uh, funding. Oh, I'm thick. Yes, it was. I, I, to be fair, I mean, the series is being made. That's in, what I meant. Being the series. The yeah. That's what I meant. But uh, no, the Irish movies are brilliant. Yeah. Because there's no... There's, no one's going to be getting rich and famous when you do an Irish movie. So everyone is doing it to make a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's one written by um, David O'Doherty's brother, Mark Doherty, starring Dylan Moran, called... Uh, it's a tricky... It's called A Film With Me In It. Yeah. Um, And it is... It's a really dark comedy. Yeah. Like, the first 20, 25 minutes, there's not a lot of lols. Right. But <laughs> it, get, it just builds so well. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, me talking about like when you want a good comedy movie that's like around the 50-60% mark on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think a film with me and it maybe gets up to 70 or something but it's it's so good it's so underappreciated even in yeah, Ireland yeah. I don't I've think, never heard of it a lot I of know, people I. yeah a lot of people didn't hear of it there either but it's got um, is it got, 90s film no it's it's when did I see it I saw it, I, I saw it when I was about 17 16, 17 because I know I went to, to it with my Whole family and I was hungover from illegal underage drinking. So I disguised <laughs> that. 
so it would have been when I was 17, so whatever that was, 2009, mm. 2008, 2009. Um, but yeah, it's got like Dylan Moore in it. It's got uh, someone, Amy Huberman. She's she's a big actress in, in the Irish world. Uh, and David O'Doherty is in it, sort of. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a scenario, and you have to tell me what you think of it. Three people in a house. And there's an accident. And somebody ends up dead. Then immediately, there's another accident. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. Do, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. You didn't. You, you had nothing. Is he dead because you did a murder? No, Pierce. I didn't do anything. Not many people die by chandelier, Mark, or fall off a wonky table and get a screwdriver in their neck in the same half hour. That's why you've got to be totally, totally clear. Two have now died. They're dead. What is that? Sorry, that's done. Am I next? Is that it? I haven't killed anybody. Okay, I see we've got about two options, okay? Just get the police. That is not one of them. The first one involves beards and Morocco. I could come back tomorrow evening. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. No need to thank me. You are being very critical of pretty much everything I'm coming up with right now, and that's making it a bit hard. Cut them up with a chainsaw. Don't get all vegetarian on me now. This is a lie, Pierce. Shut up. It's not. It's the new truth. Can you please tell this woman what has happened? I'm going to make tea. I would really appreciate any kind of support or indeed presence that you could muster so I didn't feel like I was trudging in a void like a ghost alone. Okay? Cheers. This is mental. There's that fantastic David O'Doherty, um series that was made early on do you know what i'm the uh, david david Ardy's modest or the modest adventures of david i think Ardy, so like yeah that. yeah it was you, great. yeah that was a, i think you recommended that to me um phenomenal yeah it's so much fun i yeah. forgot i actually to be honest i'd completely forgotten about that yeah it's just him he's got a shoestring budget yeah and he's just doing he cycles mm. from Dublin, Dublin to Galway, Galway I think. To do a gig. Oh. Yeah. And it's so it's you know, it's like impressive things, but you know, yeah, yeah, things yeah. that you probably wouldn't make a show about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The climax one is he records like a a, a CD in his own flat. Yeah. And it, that that CD is still commercially available. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that was that was really good. <laughs> when the Chicks the Barley came out when I was fifteen, sixteen, it's uh, you know, it's Ken Loach, it's not a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Killian Murphy's in that, and that's uh, ser- Yeah, it's a seriously good but heavy movie. It was a movie that my dad, in particular, he hates violence in movies. Yeah, and he forbid me from watching that. <laughs> really? And every weekend, like me and my friends, I'd get dropped into Cork City, and me and my friends who they all went to different schools, uh, we go see a movie basically every weekend. Mm, cool. And uh, I remember my dad dropped me outside the cinema, and he said. Neil, you promise me you're not going to see the Wind Shakes the Barley. I, was, I promise I'm not going to go see the Wind that Shakes the Barley. I got out of the car. My friends were already in the cinema watching yeah. Wind that Shakes the Barley. Because um, I was like a bit late. The trailers had started. I didn't ma- I didn't break stride from getting out of that car to getting to the top of the ticket queue and saying, one ticket for the Wind that Shakes the Barley. <laughs> I would say 10 seconds tops. I promise I won't watch it to buy a ticket and going in. But surely you'd want because it's quite a rivet I mean English people don't come off well and we shouldn't <laughs> but like surely it'd be a film that I mean I don't want to shit on your dad's it, parents it is, it, but it like it's relevance. a rousing yeah, yeah. a rousing film that's yeah, but, artistic and contextual it's like it's not like you're going don't promise me you won't watch Fast and the Furious 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'll be saying to my kids yeah. don't watch Fast and the Furious 19 well, I think my dad would see not seeing violence in a movie as being more important than any sort of nationalistic pride right uh, and I was just a teenager I wanted to see you know the cool bit movie of, that bit was of, in bit of bullets yeah, yeah. I wanted to go in there and go yeah fuck the English without <laughs> <laughs> really knowing what I was talking about because I was only a teenager um, does that happen what like kids would like oh everyone it's just yeah it's such a cool thing like fuck the Brits <laughs> and like they, they couldn't tell you the first thing about yeah yeah know, yeah about any, any, anything mm. and I, like, I, I act like I'm above that I probably was when I was <laughs> yeah. you know, 15, 16 yeah you definitely. just would do yeah I do solemnly swear that to the best of my ability 
I will support and defend the government of the Irish Republic. Did you see our position when you came over the crest of that hill? You did not. You were looking down at your shoes. There'd be clean shoes on your corpse. But my hall was killed because he wouldn't say his name in English. Is that what you call a martyr, Teddy, is it? So we should all buy a one-way ticket to London. Is that it, Damien? You don't do anything stupid, Damien. Do you realize you've been telling me that since I was 12? God preserve Ireland if ever your kind take control. Oh, you better start getting used to the idea. Well, yeah, Young Offenders is a movie. I'd still. Young Offenders. Young Offenders. We should talk about it because obviously it's it, from Coke. It's and from I don't Coke, know how. And it was, it was, so it's based on a time where a load of cocaine. Came off a boat off the coast. Can it's sail. a real story, right? That yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that aspect of it is, and I reckon that happened. Uh, I couldn't tell you the year, maybe like oh eight when I was maybe sixteen or something. Um, so I'm the same age as the characters in the movie are oh, okay. in that year. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, and yeah. like I, I wasn't. They're, they're very different to the type of person I was, but I I know those characters yeah. so well. They're so well observed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So do you so, think you were? Do you think you knew someone who wrote it? That like you know someone or someone in your circle like? I I think those those guys those two characters were everywhere in Cork. Oh okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone, they're they're just so they resonate with so many people. Yeah, they're which so synonymous why... with teenagers at that time. And do you know what? I think when we talked about it, I, I could picture those guys because there's an equivalent in Manchester, and yeah. it was done so well. I could I knew it was authentic. Yeah, and I think that's what I asked you. I'm like, is that? Truth, yeah, to, truth to form. You I mean, obviously, said, yeah. it, like it's amped up in cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the way they dress, the the the, the slits. slits in the eyebrows, yeah, 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 yeah. but the way so, that they speak. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not going to do it. I promise. Well, I, that's why I promised myself. I remember we did a lot of watching it over here, and it's a lot of people. Um, who have all seen it and they all say the film was sick they're just like oh you know if it wasn't for the subtitles it's like oh my god you needed subtitles <laughs> yes yeah, so even many you, people needed it's subtitles a, it's a very thick accent isn't yeah. it sometimes but even like on, on Sky News once they're interviewing a guy from Cork and they have to put, oh, <laughs> did? put uh, <laughs> subtitles on it it's it, like to be fair it, when it gets thick like if you go to West Cork in particular or, that's probably a bit harsh but if like <laughs> there are uh, yeah there, like there are people in Cork just have such thick accents that mm. I'd, I'd even struggle yeah, struggle yeah, yeah. a bit I was I was seeing someone at the start of 2020 and I um, was over there one night and we were just looking for some movie to throw on and Young Offenders is just one of my go-to movies yeah. so I just suggested that and she was happy to go for it and when like two or three minutes of the movie I started getting nervous because if she doesn't like this, I am not going to be able to handle <laughs> it's that. It's a reflection well. of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was too much. I just—it was too important to me that she liked it. And I didn't even realise I was that attached to the movie. Thankfully, she did like it. If you're under <laughs> the age of sixteen, you're classified as a young offender, which basically means you can't get in trouble. For some reason, they thought that our brains weren't developed enough, or something like you know that we wouldn't know what we were doing or something. I know, it's stupid, isn't it? Spastic. It's not you I don't trust, it's Jock I don't trust. You know, like a Siamese twin, giant of the one brain. See that? That's called a suckerfish. That's gonna be your nickname in prison. Police are searching the coastline of West Cork for an estimated 440 million euros worth of cocaine that went overboard. This time tomorrow, we could be millionaires, like. I think how easy it will be to find a bail as well. I'm trying to find something wrong with your plan. I was looking around town for ages, looking for the perfect bike for you. Well, that's a girl's bike. It's got the, the fanny dip thing. I don't want that. Fanny I want... dip thing, but it's got three gears. Can you swim, though? I can swim, and I can swim pretty well, but... Fuck off the bike! Starts off with a bike, then a car. Get your mickey off my back! you got to stop him when you're young. Neil, thank you so much, man, for coming and doing this. Um, but before I'll, you go... I'll do I'll do two quick-fire movie suggestions. Yes, hit us. To, what would you... Get to go. Yeah. Uh, to the best movie. I mean, I've basically not done a lot of recommendations, but two. No, mate, songs. you have done. We've yeah, we've, we've done, done like we've got four big right, okay. bangers, mate. But uh, two, I'd go with uh, an Australian movie called Little Monsters with Le, Lupita Nyong'o. Oh yeah, is, yeah, I'm yeah. Right, I'm so, such an underappreciated comedy, flew completely under the radar. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah. funny. And then another one is it's a this is as hipster as I'm gonna get. <laughs> it's a Japanese movie called um, One Cut of the Dead. Oh yeah, it is. Like it's got something like it's got, it holds a record in Japan for the most money made per dollar spent or you know per oh okay yeah, you know, yeah, currency, yeah. You know currency spent on it yeah um, 
it's so it's really low budget but it is so clever and i'll say if you're watching it the first 30 to 35 minutes you will hate <laughs> i was watching it first i was messaging uh, my friend being like I'm so angry that I've been tricked into watching this movie. It is <laughs> so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the end of the movie, oh, that is the most fun I've had in such a long time. Is it a horror film? Uh, no, it's a comedy. Oh, okay, okay, It's a spoof okay, okay. zombie. Ah. Actually, oddly, both those movies are spoof zombie movies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different takes, but uh, one called the dead. No one, no one, I don't know, Nathan Roberts has watched it. Yeah. And he liked it. And we've talked about. Oh, well, that's that's my recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Copland watched it as well. So, um, that's oh yeah, I yeah, definitely those are the check two that. that out. Yeah, coming over, those are the two that I was like, you got to get the recommendations for them, in, and then just never did. Did you? Oh, what was the one that we watched? Uh, Audition. Have you ever seen that? The Takeshi Mika one. It's a no. horror film. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, I'm not into horror. Oh, okay, yeah, you want. Not even li- in, like I want to see Hereditary. Oh yeah. Uh, in the cinema with Helen Bauer and Sunil Patel. Oh yeah. And I got I got nothing from it. I didn't scare. I just, I just hard movies just don't do anything. Yeah, what just... was hilarious was that Helen spent the last like fifteen minutes of the movie her face buried in my shoulder. I was sitting between the two of them. Yeah. Face was buried in my shoulder. Went. I hate it. 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 <laughs> the movie end. The movie ended, and she looked up and went. I loved it. Oh, no, I loved it. And Sunil on the other side of me just had his legs crossed and his like chin in his hand for the entire time. Didn't move. No emotion. The entire movie. The movie ended. Anyone. That was the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no emotion away. <laughs> yep. That's, that is, that is sound like so him. Yes, like, so. commit a murder. And people like, people like, was he acting different on the day? No, no. Gave yeah. nothing away. Yeah, he, he, he blinked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I'd ever seen him blink before, but other than that, yeah. He's yeah, so I was like, yeah, scared shitless the entire time. Um, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Um, that's amazing, man. Thank you so much. And, Have you got uh, anything you'd like to plug? Yes. Neil? Any uh, shows? Any any? Where can we see you? Where can we know. hear you? Got nothing really coming up. My birthday's on April 9th. <laughs> 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 if you want to compliment me, that'll be a good day to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. April the if 9th. There's a monster game on, guys. We're all hitting the pub. Yeah, well, yeah. the fixtures aren't out yet, but once they do, I'll be in Philomena's. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, if you look at the monster fixture list and uh, go into Philomena's at the time. I re- there's a strong 50-50 shit <laughs> I reckon it's 50-50 that you'll see me there. amazing and, you, and you're all invited we'll record a po- we'll, we'll do it we'll do a live podcast from there as well yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, do, let's get into it <laughs> yeah the wonderful Neil O'Rourke there Lou uh, well, that was fantastic we should do more in person I think um, but they won't all be in person uh, Lou, who is our next guest? Uh, next week, we've got the wonderful Helen Bauer. Helen Bauer. It's going to be sick. Cannot wait for that. Lots I hope she laughs. shits on Neil. <laughs> Neil shitted on Sunil. Sunil, sorry. And then... Oh my god, we're literally we going to be. Can, we can keep. I want to keep going. Like the pr- the next guest Amazing. shits on the on the last guest. It'd be like Final Destination, just yeah. sort of passing on to the next. Death. We, have to, we have to have a connection to all of our guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Sweet. comedy. Oh, mate, amazing, quite fantastic, very exciting. So, Helen Navarro will be here with us next week. Say goodbye, Lou. Bye. Bye from me. Bye.